are now tuned in to another episode of For Your Records, the conversation for music lovers. Hosted by me, Key from Clee. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's another episode of For Your Records. I am your girl, Key from Clee. And I'm by myself this week, just gonna do a little cook updates. Um, I got a lot of musical notes today, and I just want to like catch y'all up on what's been going on in my life because your girl is happy, like happy, 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 if you will. No second guessing, nothing along those lines, like just genuinely happy. Um, moving to the new house, and and like i'm just the studio is together i'm recording in the first time in it um no guests this time i just wanted to you know set the ambiance for myself and set the tone for myself um it's amazing i burned sage so it's official <laughs> but no like it's a really cute studio like i should really you know rent this hoe out for real to other people because this shit is hard i can't wait for y'all to see it on camera <sighs> it's gonna be amazing but other than that um what's been going on with key well in the last episode i kind of told y'all i had a boyfriend and i do um <sighs> he is amazing like amazing i've never dated anyone like him before and i think that's kind of what it comes down to I've never dated anyone like him before, so everything is a new adventure, something new, something he's telling me, something just, it's just always something. And I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like, I feel safe, I feel entertained, I don't feel bored, the sex is amazing, you know, that gotta be the one for me, the sex gotta be on part. And the fact that he can bring me all of these things in one and teach me new shit, like, I'm so excited. Like, it's, ugh, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, we've been, we've been rocking kind of solid. No complaints. Nothing to complain about so far. Um, he's a lot of fun. We bond over music. I'm going to get into that a little later. That's, I'm going to, I'm going to shine the spotlight on that this week. So we're going to hold off on that. But, um, alright, so what I've been listening to? Whew. Well, I've been around another music head, so it's been a lot of new music that I've been getting hip to. A lot of new, uh, just tracks that I've probably skipped over and rediscovered as fire. That's always a great feeling, right? But, um, I'm not gonna lie, I've really been into my reggae bag. I've been listening to a lot of Jamaican music, a lot of island music. Um, I told you I already been on my Burner Boy, Wiz Kid, um, Tim's. I love Tim's. I love that song, um, Damages that everybody keep posting about. Oh my God, that song's amazing. Um, everybody likes that song with uh, uh, Tim's and Wiz Kid. But honestly, y'all, Ginger is better. And I like no stress too. No stress always got the pretty pretty girl. I don't like no stress. They wanna know, but they need no love. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think that's the best part about Jamaican music. We don't know what the fuck they be saying, so we just be putting all the fucking extra words in there that we think they are. I think that's the best part. 
what else have i been listening to um i this a cleveland artist i don't know where she's at now but she's from cleveland um i believe her name is pronounced nina it's n-n-e-n-a and she has a project called bipolar as fuck y'all it is flames I, i stumbled across it on accident thinking i was watching something else or listening to something else and it would end up being her and i was like whoa i like this this new vince staples yeah i needed that that was right on time real timely um i think i believe it dropped like july 9th or something like that shit is fire um the artist idk i don't know you see for yourself his album is hard too like it's always the artists with the weird names that be hitting right <laughs> always the artists with the weird names if I, every time i see an artist with a, with a name i never heard of before i'd be like huh or if it's just like a bunch of letters or some numbers or some shit they gonna be hard that's gonna be hard that's that's a hard ass you know i already told you about the title of the creator call me if you get lost oh i love it so so much i love it but i will tell you an album i don't like child that new snow allegra album it didn't give what it was supposed to give like i don't know what i was expecting or i don't know maybe because the songs just weren't relatable to me right now but i don't know this is so weird i don't fuck with it um I don't know. I do like a couple songs off of it. You know, I like my little favorites and kept it long. Like, I know I like In Your Eyes. I love that song. Um, And there was another song on there I really like, too. I want to say Just Like That, too. But, and obviously Dying For Your Love, but that was a single, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't count singles, but I'm counting about the thing. Um, Everybody's been discovering Mariah the Scientist. Yay. She's amazing. Very amazing project she just put out. I love it. Um, it's very great when everybody's starting to get hip to good, good music as well. Um, I've also, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I listened to the jo- Doja Cat album. And I know I said I really can't get into it because why was she in that fucking chat? Why was she in that chat room? Why? But I ain't gonna lie. She is literally so talented to the point where I just can't stop not watching what she got going on. Um, I'll always, you know, listen to her music and all of that and try to keep myself updated. But this album is actually flames. Like the shit's hard. The shit is fire. I'm not even about to be, you know, trying to be calling her or calling her out or some shit. It was actually a really hard album. I fucked with it. I really did. I really truly did. I'm not gonna tell y'all my favorites because I still don't know how I feel about her um personally <laughs> and i'll be trying so hard to try to keep the music in the in the person separate but when it come down to my race and biracial people picking and choosing when it's okay to pick a side that's where i kind of draw the line at that's just kind of where i'll be like you know what i don't like that i don't like that in you so let's just not let's just not let's just go to end that here um and i also like stally gone baby gone i know y'all are gonna be like stanley what the fuck but that album is very hard um if, if you're a true hip-hop head like me and just want to hear some good lyrics 
I recommend. I truly, truly recommend. So, we're going to get into these musical notes because I have a lot here. Not a lot, but I have some shit that I want to put in the air. Um, I don't know where I want to start. Well, I'll start with Summer Walker because this is funny to me. So, I guess Summer and London on the track got into it. <laughs> Go figure. And London posted pictures of their baby. <laughs> So I guess London moved out of the house that him and Summer Walker lived in. And he's still an active father and all of that. He's still be coming to see his baby or whatever. And Summer be trying to play him like, oh, he don't do this. He don't do that. Da, da, da. Summer comes off very bitter to me. Like, he probably not even that bad of a dad. And she probably just like, he ain't doing what I'm doing. But it's like, come on, man. Can he breastfeed? You know what I'm saying? Can, can he really truly do everything that a mother does? But as long as long as the father's there for moral support and all of that, I really feel like, you know, women come a little too aggressive for these men because, you know, obviously you're supposed to make time for for your, you know, your baby mama and your kid or whatever, which is why I just refuse to be a baby mama. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, I guess she he moved out and he been, you know. He been posting pictures with the baby and stuff, and she like, now he come over, snap pictures, and leave. He don't even be over there that long, blah blah. blah. I'm like, oh, he's big. I came over here to pick up my son, <laughs> and pick him up and go. But listen, um, it's very cringy to see them argue on social media like this. It's very cringy to watch, as well as it's very cringy to watch him post pictures of the baby when he when she said. I would never post the pictures. <laughs> um, it's sad. It's honestly sad. Um, I hate to see it. I genuinely hate to see it because I don't know, though. It seems like they both tired of each other's shit. And they all a little family of Aries at this point. So they all a little tired of each other's shit, which is OK. But I don't know, buddy. Kind of figured that one out. Got to figure that one out a little bit. So, speaking of real hip-hop, they just announced that the Locks and Dipset are going to have a versus battle on August 3rd. And honestly, I don't think real true hip-hop heads are going to be alive and breathing. Like, people were hyperventilating when they seen that shit. Like, the Locks and Dipset? I might have to fuck around and throw a little party in the basement. You feel me? Like, this shit is hard. I really fuck with this shit. That shit sounds great. Um, I don't know. I personally feel like people about to be be trying to play. I seen a tweet today saying that somebody was like, "Are we? can we hang up verses now? Concerts is back and blah, blah. Listen, we ain't hanging up no verses. Verses is right on time. This was right on time. Like, I fuck with this. I love it so much. I really like it. Um, Versus is really a time for people to really, like, hear the songs that they've been wanting to hear from their favorite artists and their favorite tracks from their favorite artists. And just, it's really, truly for music lovers. So if you're tired of the verses, you don't fuck with music how you think you do. And that's just, that's just facts. Nobody gets tired of music. Nobody gets tired of real, genuine music. I could talk music all day long, hence this podcast, you know? So people saying that they tired of verses, I don't know. I'm kind of raising an eyebrow at you, if we're being honest. Speaking of verses, Lil' Kim wants to battle Nicki Minaj. 
why does she want to battle Nicki Minaj and not Foxy Brown? That's my question. Well, Foxy probably can't keep up with Kim if we being honest. But honestly, I think that would be dope. Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj going head to head. They can bash out, hash out their little drama that they had. They can, you know, share some dope stories. I'm sure Nicki has stories about, you know, her her Kim moments where people was, you know, saying that she was trying to jock Kim style. Like, I feel like it would be a great moment for us to learn more about them and their background and their anger for each other or just whatever the fact may be like it, this can be really really good for the culture even if it's on some trina and eve shit and they're not even in the same room and maybe they're in different cities and they can still talk to each other through the screen i really feel like it would be a dope thing and just seeing Nicki minaj in a versus battle would be too amazing no i don't know some people are saying it's not a fair battle some people are saying oh kim gonna win some people gonna say but i don't think we're looking at it the right way y'all it ain't about who gonna win it's about the vibes two women finally coming together after having beef for so long about you know oh i did it first and this and this and this who cares like they was just having a conversation. It's like Dream Doll birthday today or something like that. And they was like, we keep having a conversation about Doll being in every female rapper's name. But Lil isn't every nigga and, he, and all these nigga rappers' names. And I felt that because how many Lil's we need? Lil Wine, Lil Baby, Lil Dirt. <laughs> how many babies we need? Shit. I don't get it. So, honestly, I see both sides. I personally just feel like it's one of those things where we just want to see it we want to see how they react to each other we want to see you know shit honestly i want to see the songs they choose do they really know their fans that's what's so exciting to me like what what songs are you choosing is that your favorite track? Because I don't like that song. That type of shit. I'm real interested to see 20 tracks that Nicki Minaj would pick out of her whole camp. Now, mind you, features, songs she hopped on, songs she helped write, songs that she was featured on, her own songs, mixtape Nicki. Like, come on, man. And then with Trina, not with Trina, with, uh, with Lil' Kim, it's like, girl, you doing you doing cameos you doing you doing the, the the big songs when it was you and six other ladies on a track like what's up like that's gonna be amazing and personally i'm here for it i really am i'm really here for it um i don't know i just it's just one of those things i'm kind of cheering for in silence yeah i'm probably not gonna say it out loud because i don't want nobody to fucking judge me but i'm here for it i'm here for it and i'm honestly still on a high from eve and trina that was that was recently one of my favorite battles. That was ugh. Love is Blind and it'll take over your mind. What you think is love? Oh my god, that was really a vibe. Uh and then Trina, whoa, pull over that ass too fat. Pull over that ass too fat. What a time. I'm I'm so glad that like my childhood was like two thousands. I wish it was the nineties, but like my childhood was so two thousands and I fuck with that. It was really a vibe. I fuck with that. <laughs>
Alright, so speaking of other baby daddy drama, this has also been the topic, and I personally think it's hilarious because I can't relate, but the idea that someone feels comfortable enough to just come to your birthday party and we just share a kid and my nigga gonna be here and my friends gonna be here like why did you come Gerbo went to Ari birthday party this past Saturday and shall the memes was memeing <laughs> it was such a, a time like that shit was hilarious um <laughs> All right, here's my here's my take on it. Here's my take on it. I personally feel like her, G Herbo, and Taina are not happy. I feel like they don't have a lot in common. G Herbo strikes me as a type of he knows that this is a good woman. He knows that. You know, she's a good girl, and she's going to be a great mom, and she'll have a great family structure and all of that. But at the end of the day, I feel like he misses Ari because they had a lot more in common. They both was from Chicago. They both was rowdy. They both just kind of understood each other to that extent. I personally just feel like they weren't, like, you know, they probably just weren't in love how they felt they were in love and it was just more toxic than what it needs to be which is fine but now that he's with Taina he feels like he's missing something you know and I think we've all been in a situation like that where we want to be with somebody and we like somebody and we really know that they're a perfect person but they might just be a little too perfect for you not right i'm just a bitch just going off of shit that i see on social media but i don't know that's not what strikes me i don't know i don't know that's just what i've gathered (laughs) i don't know because you know he seems happier he seems like he's in a better headspace and stuff like that but it's okay to miss your past right I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, I personally feel like, you know, if he wanted to go to his baby mama party, you know, there's really nothing wrong with that. Um, as long as I mean, I personally don't find nothing wrong with it because it ain't like money bag wasn't there. Money bag was all up on his bitch. It ain't like he was checking for the bitch. Um, Diarbo definitely was at his 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 baby mama party though. And I hope he had a great time. Shit. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Go out, have a great time and it is what it is. It it is what it is. Coyle Ray and her dumb ass double XL freshman. And this is what I be talking about. Why do we keep shining so much attention onto these shitty ass rappers, shitty ass flows, shitty all of it? What was what the fuck was that? What <laughs> What was that? Because I'm confused. Um, Double XL did do a good job on our cover this year. I will say that they did a great job. They captured a lot of the talent. I'm just happy that they captured my girl Flo Millie. 
but all these people that were on there and the and it's like instantly you go on you see the little excel ciphers and whatever the fuck and she went on there and she did this freestyle as if it was the best one and that's the only one you see going on social media and all this other stuff why aren't we sharing the, the actual good ones Lakia's was amazing she flowed some of those guys was flowing too and my girl and my girl you know already know about my girl but why i'm so confused behind that like why are we sharing it i mean i get with sharing it to be funny don't get me wrong we're sharing it to be funny but wouldn't you want like real talent to be on your timeline like wouldn't you want to discover somebody really dope off of their dope ass talent and not just off of some fucking jokes that a bitch was being stupid about well she was being dead ass she was dead ass serious y'all she wasn't joking but that's like like you know what i mean like you for real that's the stuff i can't get past like i don't know i don't like stuff like that all those good ass rappers up there and you sharing the shittiest one up there why why are we sharing that like i get it's funny but that shit not funny like it's funny but it's not like come on man we overshadowing other talent and shit because you want to share the people that's shitty like no this ain't that um (laughs) that really bothers me why is it the only xl freshman cypher i'm seeing and we all know it was shitty what expectations are we setting for her like she had that one little song and it wasn't even a good song it was just a catchy little hook what is a mm, 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 mm. i don't pull up at a mm, mm. i don't do that what is a mm, mm. how do i pull up in that what exactly am i pulling up in to, to be in a mm, mm. a scooter it's humming a hoverboard we on a hoverboard we pulling up in the hoverboard all right so anyway I also wanted to talk about <sighs> what's a couple things I wanted to talk about before we get off this topic. Candace Parker is the cover of 2K. Let's fucking go because everybody was talking about the WNBA. Don't nobody watch that shit. Okay. And she on that motherfucking cover and watch these guys watch this be like the lowest amount of sales in NBA history. But it's cool because us women going to buy that shit and our niggas about to teach us how to play it because I saw a lot of people in the comments on the Shade Roman Neighborhood talk and all the other ones. And they was on the thing and they was talking about, oh, the NBA sales, the NBA 2K sales about to go down. Oh, I'm not buying this shit. Like what? All because it's a WNBA on the cover? A woman? I I never knew we was that against. Um, I never knew that. I never fucking knew that ever. I think that's insane. Um, I don't. Y'all weird. That's dope as fuck. Um, men are weird behind shit like that. It's it's that shit's weird as fuck to me. But anyway, now this is something that. <sighs> I've been trying to bite my tongue on all week. I'm like, oh, nope, I'm saving for the podcast. Nope, I'm saving for the podcast. T Pain says that he's tired of everyone making the same music, and that we, not we, but the people that send him music shouldn't feel no kind of way when he says, "I've heard this before." Now, as much as I agree, what the fuck is he doing? 
what the fuck was that song he made with Kalani? We remaking the shit. I heard it before. I heard buy you a drink before. I heard that shit. I heard this melody. And he coming up talking about some. He had he gave us a Chris Brown ass tempo. And I don't fuck with that. Now, granted, back in the day, T-Pain was hopping on every track and killing it. He was making every song his own. He was making like every song sound better and making the track. It was just amazing. Like he really wasn't playing. But here's my thing. Why the hell? Why the hell? Did he think it was okay to remake his own track? Hop on the track and sound like a voice that I've heard before and turn around and get mad that other people are doing the same shit that he doing. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. Mm -mm. <sighs> Y'all. He's not lying, though. All these songs do sound the same. But that really grinds my gears when people say shit like that. And what are you contributing? What are you contributing? Cause be for real, that shit didn't sound good. Y'all can like that. Y'all can like that little Kalani and T Pain song all y'all want, but I don't. I don't like that song. Every time I come on the radio, I'll be like, Ooh. I like that. Is that what the name of the song is? I like that. That's what it is. Why? No. No. Mm -mm. I don't like that at all. I don't fuck with that. Like at all. <laughs> at all. I really wish that um, some of these artists can hold themselves accountable for shit that they do. And I don't know. I don't get it. But moving on. I'm going to say this last little thing and keep it at that. Shakari, 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 our little sis, our little cousin with the Olympics. And she couldn't run because she got caught smoking weed. She was offered to be the face of a vape company for $250,000. I believe the company was Dr. Dabber. And I'll be completely honest with y'all. Everybody was in the comments like, oh, she shouldn't do that. She shouldn't. Oh, my gosh. I hope she doesn't take it. Yada, yada, yada. The girl obviously smoke. And I'm not even saying that to be funny. She obviously smokes. Look at her. I've never seen a black girl with representation in the Olympics like us ever. And by represent us, I really, truly believe she represents all of us. Um, <laughs> that girl smoke weed. And then she ain't want smoking just because her mama passed away. She, she look like she smoke weed. Her attitude, how she carries herself. She got to smoke weed. She would, she would go off on one of them. Fuck you talking about. Um, and as far as she wants to keep running, that's fine. You know, that's fine. But we clearly see how much the Olympics control everything and everybody, right? And we keep saying the Olympics don't want to see black people in it. Why would she? Try, why would? Why would she go against it? 
Why? Everybody saying, oh, it's a loophole. Oh, don't fall for it, sis, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so what if she really don't take this deal? And after August, she probably never going to run again. I'm not, I'm not saying that she won't. But I really feel like we got to look at both sides here. What if she really was a smoker? Like, really? Like, dead ass a smoker. Like, she... Probably after after practice, go home and roll up. I know basketball players that do it all the time. The people that say athletes don't smoke, they lying. They're lying. So here's my thing. If the Olympics don't want to see black people win, and if the Olympics always trying to find loopholes for black people to do it, why do we keep trying to enter shit that's not for us? Not saying that smoking weed is for us, but clearly we welcome there. Um... Okay. <coughs> I'm not saying, you know, she need to just, oh, girl, don't do that shit. Just go on and run, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is, right? But uh, I personally think she should take it. I do. I truly do. Not even on no backup plan shit. Not even on no, I just really feel like she should. <laughs> Come on man She got burgundy wigs An orange wig The long ghetto nails Come on man Come on man She smoked I don't care. That little girl smoke weed. And I ain't mad at her if she do. Shit. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into foyer records this week. I've been slipping on this a little bit. Just because the conversation been so good with these last couple of guests I've had. But I have two foyer records this week. Both are women that I grew up listening to. I call them both my aunties. And I really, really love them. Tony Braxton's self-titled album was debuted 28 years ago. How Many Ways is my favorite song to date. Y'all, she cut the fuck up at the end of that song. She was, oh my God, she was singing her ass off. Ah, seven whole days. I went for you. Seven whole nights I'm just about through Hey Can't take it, won't take it Can't take it no more I have about enough for you I'm rather be on my own On my own No, that mm, Oh my god I fucking love Tony Braxton I love the Braxton family Tamar Tracy, Trina, and the other one I always forget. Mm. Tawanda. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my God. I love them so much. And they mama. Mm -mm -mm. I love that show. If y'all never watched the Braxtons, y'all should watch it. It's very entertaining. They be going through a lot of bullshit, but I love it. I really love it. And they, you know, they said, I believe it's on Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. Maybe not anymore. 
but that's how I used to watch it. I think I don't know. I don't remember. Damn, I really don't remember. But I used to watch that shit. It was good. And then my life, Mary J. Blige turns twenty five years, and honestly, y'all, my mama had this song. Well, not the song, but she had the the um she had the CD and the tape. And I remember when I was little, I used to just always look at the tape like, Ma, this your girl? She's like, mm-hmm, Mary, my girl. Mary spoke for everybody. Everybody. And if you ain't watched that documentary yet on Amazon, please do it. Me and my sister watched it while she was doing my hair. And child, it gave so much insight to her and just who she is. And what I really liked the most about the documentary is when she was referring back to her old self, she kept calling herself her baby. And I thought that was really dope, like really cool how she kind of put that in their perspective for herself because we grow and we learn so much about ourselves. And when we look back, it do be kind of cringy. Like, oh, my God, if y'all only knew what I was going through at that moment in my life and all of that. And she's like, that's my baby. Like, that's really my baby. And that's kind of how I think about, like, my younger self, too. Like, damn, a baby girl only knew. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot that goes with that. And... I just think it's really dope how it all comes together. Honestly, truly. It's it's so cool to me. I like that. Um, but the documentary was really good. It gave a lot of insight to who she was and how she came into the game. Um, her love for Anita Baker. Uh, her relationship with Casey and JoJo. Just her relationship with her mom and her sister. Her sister... Um, Reminds me a lot of myself, just somebody that I'm not I'm not going to play that shit when it comes to my siblings. Um, yeah, y'all need to watch it. If you ain't watch it yet, it's so good. Ugh, that is really so good. But yeah, that's for For Your Records this week. So make sure y'all show y'all appreciation to the queens who paved the way for real R&B. You know, just make sure y'all paved the way and pay attention and just show love to the people. And like I said, this week I want to shine the spotlight on music is my love language. Now, generally speaking, love languages are like physical touch, acts of service, quality time, giving gifts, and words of affirmation. Mine is technically, you know, acts of service. Um, and I guess gift giving I love giving gifts really all five of my love languages if you listen to my episode on better acts band with embryo podcast you would know that I how I feel about the love languages and you know I feel like all five belong to me if you're being honest shit I need to be shown that in all five ways however you know it's not always works out that way so <clears throat> I was thinking about the times where <laughs> someone sent me music or sent me a playlist or sends me songs that they think I would like. That makes me so happy, you guys. Like, you heard a song, and you said, oh, my God, Kiana, I know Kiana would love this song. Oh, my God, I know Key would love this song. Oh, my God, she would love this. And you send it to me? 
I'm instantly about to go listen to it instantly. I'm never one of those people that's going to be like, oh, I'm going to listen to this later. Unless it's a song that you're trying to send me that you made for Fire Records or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that shit later because honestly, y'all been giving me a headache. But, yo, I was sent a whole playlist of songs and it was maybe like, it was like a little album, like 12 to 14 tracks. And, oh my God, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, this is my love language. Not only that, but I loved all 10 to 14 songs, however long it was. It, hold on, let me look. It was 14 songs. My thing is this. Not only did you go out your way to send me the song that you think I would like, but you was like, oh, she don't like this. Oh. Let me let me put it together with other songs that I think she gonna like. Like that is so dope to me. Like you thought you, it just lets me know that you pay attention to the music I like, the type of tempo I like, the type of sounds I like, and you was cool with that. And you was like, okay, cool. Let's let me send this to her. Um, music is literally my love language because I don't have a direct sound of what I like. Um, it it, vain, it it varies. It really does. Like when I think of certain songs that I like, and I think about it after the fact, like, huh, why do I like this song? And I got to go back and listen to it, and I really pinpoint like, all right, I like the instruments. I really like the lyrics here. I really like how this song just messes in with the rest of the album, and just whatever. I love a piece of work. So when someone else sends me music that they feel that I would like, I can't even describe the feeling I get because it just lets me know that they pay attention. I guess that kind of goes in with acts of service because you, you paid attention to something that you know I liked or something that you knew I had to do and you did it for me. So if you know that I like a certain sound of music, if you know I listen to Party Next Door, I really don't. But if you know I listen to Party Next Door on a on a daily basis and you find an artist that sounds like Party Next Door and all of a sudden I'm listening to Party Next Door and then I got him on, on shuffle right after that because you got me hit. The only downside to this, though, is when somebody gets you hit to something and you stop talking to that person, do you still listen to that artist? That's a question that's going to get answered on a future episode. Stay tuned for that. But really, though, because now it's a bad memory. <laughs> if you think about it, it's a bad memory. It's not exactly what you thought it was going to end, but you all made a lot of good memories and y'all found some good music together. But now every time you listen to that music, it's going to remind you of that person. So some good songs you might have to keep to yourself. Just because you don't want nobody else to ruin it for you. Or you don't want nobody else's opinions to come along and feel like, oh, this is this is better. Or this is, th- I like this song more. Or, bro. Because, <laughs> you know, people good for that. People good for making you feel bad for a song that you like. Or just making you feel bad for something that you do like. That's not how it works. That's not how it go. Um, let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to think of another example of something that kind of pisses me off. But 
I just think it's so funny how like people can pay attention to music that you like or just the tracks that you want to listen to and they'll send you something and you'll be like, what? I really like this shit. Okay, okay, I like this. Um, what else? I also think it's funny like when you miss somebody and then like you'll go back and you'll listen to that track. And it'll be like, oh, I remember. And it brings you right back to that point with that person, like when you were happy with them and everything just made sense. I know. But anyway, I'm in a relationship now where music kind of drives us. It, it, it controls our emotions. Um, we we talk in lyrics sometimes. We have a lot of artists that we listen to together and then when we're apart from each other, we start missing each other because we're really missing to that artist. Um, I'm just, I'm still in that phase of, oh my God, you like them too? Oh my God, that's so good. But it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't want it to end to the point where it's like, I will be talking with the person and then it'll be over with. And then now I'm left with all this music that reminds me of you. That ain't fair. So, yes, music is a love language. My love language, at least. But, yeah, I just want y'all to share with me, like, how you know music is truly your love language. And, you know, how did you know that? Like, how did you know music is truly your love language? Like, how you interact with other people? Because sometimes I find myself, I like, me and Justine, a perfect example. Me and her talking songs. We'll be like, listen to this. That's exactly how I feel today. And I understand completely what she mean. It's it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Um, and it's also kind of cool, like how people can pay attention to like who you are, and then they can match that song with what they paid attention to. That is, whew, that is a. I love it. I love it. And honestly, now that I'm not dating. You know, I look at things a little differently now because, you know, yeah, we have a song. Yeah, we have this, but everything has an ending, you know, and it's all up to us on how we decide on what we want to end or how we want it to end or whatever the fuck it may be. But when it comes down to it, everything has an ending, even songs. So the songs that you share with somebody, it was probably meant to end, you know? Or if you just not listen to a song for a while and then you dub back and you'll be like, oh my God, this brings me right back. You know? So I understand. Because shit, Danny Nicki Minaj mixtape brought me right back to middle school, 8th grade. I was on the plane with Dwayne. Okay? You could tell me shit. So yeah. So I will say, I start cheesing ear to ear every time I hear Larry June. It makes me think of my special somebody. And speaking of my special somebody, he makes music as well. I'm not sure if he will come on the podcast just because <sighs> schedules and I don't want nobody to know exactly who he is. But maybe we can not say his name if he comes on the podcast because he has a lot of great music insight that I would love to share his insight about just because he's such a musically inclined person and he listens to a lot of different things but he is a rapper 
and I'm gonna play his song at the end here. Um, y'all not gonna know his rapper name, or he's not gonna get tagged or anything like that. But I just want y'all to hear it. Let me know. Give me some feedback on it. He doesn't know I'm doing this because he's fake shy about his music, and he sent it to me. <laughs> Why would he do that? I don't fucking know. He pay attention to an extent. <laughs> But anyway, I just wanted to come in and just kind of give an update of what's going on with Foyer Records and give my insight to certain things. Um, yeah, keep running up my episodes, keep running up the listens, and we can only go up from here, y'all. We got a studio. YouTube is on the way. I'm so excited. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all send me... Um, Y'all insights about what mu- uh, how music is y'all love language because I would love to hear it and keep the submissions going for um, good songs, bad memories. I'm gonna start reading those when we get on the YouTube. Send them to foyerrecordspod at gmail dot com. If you have music, send it to foyerrecordspod at gmail dot com. That is foyerrecordspod at gmail dot com. And yeah, this song here is called Yapper. Bye, y'all. Thank you. account slid the mama house i had to bust the scraper out one that paper towels i have a blunt i ain't for loud anything for mom deuce i got the yaper now i don't take her out i'd rather stack my bank account slid the mama house i had to bust the scraper out one that paper towels i have a blunt i ain't for loud anything for mom deuce i got the yaper now a pimp player how i move i never settle down Realism in that ear, she better settle down To the thistle down, I bet on something fat and round I'm living lavish now, this feeling I can't live without Pole pimping, corner dipping, got the hoes tricking Frozen wrists, dodging ditches, yeah, I'm easy hitting Yo main bitch, she do my dishes, make you come up missing Always pimping, never simping, on the money mission Bonafide sucker, ducker on the motherfucker Ice road, truckers bending corners, I'm a hustler Cheaper by the dozen, full stable, never loving Super bad bitch, rap game, black McLovin How I'm moving, how I'm grooving, yeah, she like my muscle Drag her through the fucking mud, yeah, we love the struggle Fuss and fight, late night, yeah, we still might cuddle Wake and bake, grab a shake, might just bust a quake I don't take her out, I'd rather stack my bank account Slid the mama house, I had to bust the scraper out One that paper towels, I have a blunt, I ain't for loud Anything for mom, deuce, I got the yaper now I don't take her out, I'd rather stack my bank account Slid the mama house, I had to bust the scraper out One that paper towels, I have a blunt, I ain't for loud Anything for mom, deuce, I got the yaper now From breaking hoes, sending bitches to collect my riches Bust the cellophane down, keep the Johnny's guessing Make the dog back flip if he smell the magic Package smell like stanky feet, got a chopping keys Her brother mad at me, shorted on my half a key Charge it to the fucking game, I bust the recipe Brick stamp from Medellin, off-white Charlie Sheen I don't take her out, I drop her off, not make my green Pimp a bitch, send a hoe, it's the same to me Only fans, tiny chat, gotta run the net 
pussy fat, leaking wet, make my pockets fat. Screws make duck, buy my bucks, slap like talk a truck. On the finger, giddy up, ain't no fucking cut. Pure raw, whip it up, got the Midas touch. Grip the grain, pinky rain, diamonds glistening. Switch the frame, haters hate, don't participate. Granite slate, tabletops, where she crushed the coat. Flip the white, bitch, she walked the strip, so pigeon toe. Rain, sleet, or snow, any weather got a hoe. Make my money, hoe, bring it back, I gotta go. I don't take her out, I'd rather stack my bank account. Slid the mama house, I had to bust the scraper out. Wanted paper towels, I half a blunt, I ain't for loud. Anything for mom, deuce, I got that yaper now. I don't take her out, I'd rather stack my bank account. Slid the mama house, I had to bust the scraper out. Wanted paper towels, I half a blunt, I ain't for loud. Anything for mom, deuce, I got that yaper now. Uh-huh.